here we go. So I had the whole countdown to go on and I didn't hit the live button. So I was going through a spiel. So you won't hear the countdown and we getting straight into it. I uh, appreciate everybody for coming out. You're back for another episode of Ravens Roundtable, the February 27th, 2023 edition. Uh, we're deep in the off season. We got the combine coming up this week. We got the um, tag deadline looming. So we got a, a good bit to talk about and let's get started and bring all our guests in. Uh, the gang's out here today. Let's start with Chris. What up, Chris? What up, Cole? Glad to be here. Glad to talk. Combine, Lamar. Glad to get to it. Let's get to into it. Good, good. And Chris just put out a, a nice, what, about an hour and some episode of um, wide receivers that you should take a look at. So yeah. make sure if you have not done that, and we'll mention a couple of times throughout the uh, show to go take a look at it. I watched it, watched it today, you know, on my lunch break and uh, very insightful, very thorough. And I think you won't you won't be pleased. I mean, I'm sorry, you will be pleased uh, when you get a chance. My bad. You will be pleased. That's me. My bad. My bad. Charge it to my head, not my heart. Next up, why you shaking your head? You were next, but why you shaking your head? No reason, coach. <laughs> what up, Hendo? Not much. What's going on, fellas? Not much. Not much. Not much. Uh, interesting that um you had that thing in the background. And no, 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 no. It's, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. We in this YouTube realm, we try to find things that are eye catchy and, and uh, pull attention to the channel. Right. That when I saw that all weekend, that was making me click it, even though I had already seen parts of it. I was clicking with the, the the way you put that together in that background behind you. That that was eye catching to me and made me click it to see, hey, what's going on right here? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. And I got a pinned comment. Got your channel pinned in the comment because you are so close to what number? 1500. 1500. So, how far are you away? Um, at now, I think I'm 36. Okay, 36 oh. away. And the pinned comments is uh the link to Hendo's channel. So, if you have not subscribed to Hendo, please do so. Go over there. The, the emblem will look like this. Let me get to it, it'll look like that. So, please go, you know, subscribe to Hendo. We can get him to 1500. Try to get him to 1500 tonight. And um, anything that you can do or to spread the word, please do so. I appreciate it. And like Coach said earlier, make sure you go over to Deep Cover Podcast because I also watched that video. It was about an hour and 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I will say beforehand, I was a little skeptical on this wide receiver class coming in. But I feel a little bit better. Now, I'm not saying that there's a lot of first-round depth. But there, there are some quality guys out there that could possibly be had. So make sure you go check that video out. And I like what Coach said. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Appreciate that, Hendo. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna eat that all night, boy. Cause Coach, night. you listen. The other day when we were on Twitter, uh -huh. and you just came at me, was like, "Oh, you really said that?" I said, "Okay." And then I put up that little meme, a shots fired. You didn't respond to that. Oh, because I didn't see it. Okay. But I, I don't think I meant anything by it because I just I be I just, randomly throw stuff out there. I know sometimes Cole. be directed at people, sometimes it don't. No, you said something directly to me, but you know I know I I I catch your little uh, subconscious shots that you be throwing, and I don't take offense to them, Coach. It's game on. <laughs> I know, I know, hundred <laughs> percent. But again, on. again, that's how we got started. It is. That's how we yeah. got started. Next up, Ooh. Mike. <clears throat> Hello, good people. What's up, man? what up everybody man uh Deeps. another week yeah let's do this that's another and again man Look. <laughs> shout out to chris man chris chris is the star of this show today that video was popping man chris had twitter going crazy 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best ones I've seen, man. It's a lot of people mm-hmm. that break it, that break down, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> prospects and other college players. But Chris, man, you do it well, man. So salute to you on that. Yes, sir. I appreciate the love, fellas. Um, I wish I get that love from my baby mama, but I appreciate it from you guys. <laughs> 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 oh, man. He can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least. Jose and B from Lunch Break Hot Take. What up, fellas? What's going on? What's going on, fellas? Shout out to the chat. I, I got one one thing that I know is going to be uber, uber funny today. We got a part of the show that I think Brian is just waiting to, to just unleash <laughs> on. And I kind of previewed it with the guys backstage. But when we get to that part of the show, I'm going to start putting random stuff in the comment section so you guys that's watching, I know this is get ready because B's about to blow it up. <laughs> but again, I'm glad everybody's here. You're muted, B. Oh yeah. Good. What'd you say, B? God damn it! Every time. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Coach. I know. I, I know. A, he he don't a, know. This is a, just, a regular night. I wrote this in especially for B to, to drop gems because I did that because I was able to get a, a couple of um you know some repurposed content off of last week. Last week I used when Mike brought the question up about Andy Reid. I used that. You know, as to repurpose for people that didn't see it, and then B's coming. I used for a short when he was talking about what it was going to take to get Lamar uh, in Carolina. Yeah, so, yeah, Brody, uh, Brody, Brody, Brody killed that short there. Oh, that was Brody. I mean, Brody. Hey, why you let that go on, man? <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was out. I was like, I can edit. I can edit. I can edit. Man, man, you gonna make me go back and watch that? No, it do say Brody. It does say Brody. So it do. <laughs> well, see. It'd be young it was, people. It was, it was it was nice to just to be recognized, Coach. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. you, man. I appreciate all y'all for tuning in and coming out every Monday. Let's get on into the um lecture at hand. So first up, let me get my comments in if I can see them. All right. First up, combines this week. Uh people start arriving today. Got all the the meetings and the measurements and all that stuff. And I think the on field stuff starts Thursday or Friday. Correct me if I'm wrong. One of those Thursday. 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 So the reason I brought it up there, well, I'm gonna go through everybody and I'll start with start with you, um Brightney. Brightney. <laughs> what do you expect <laughs> to see out of the um NFL combine? What are you looking uh, for? Well, you know, you know, for me, you know, being a Panthers fan, mm-hmm. I'm uh particularly interested to see uh, Richardson and Levis throwing the ball because uh, they, they came out and said they're going to be uh, participating in all the drills, unlike that coward Bryce Young. Bryce is pretty pretty solidified in where he's going to go, so it's not necessary for him. Uh, but I'm very, very interested to see uh, th- those two in particular. I mean, yeah, it'll be nice to see Stroud as well, but I, I have a pretty well-formed opinion on him. But Will Levis and, and Anthony Richardson, I want to see how they, they handle the, the – I don't want to say the big stage of the pressure, but, I mean, it, it is a bit of that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're 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 auditioning for all the teams there. This is kind of – it's going to go a long way in determining where those two guys end up and whether or not – you know, Carolina has to give up extra draft picks and move up to get one of them. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be focused on mainly. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, a, a secondary thing, I'm be looking at the, the tight ends and wide receivers because Carolina does need to address wide receiver two and starting tight end, uh, hopefully on day two as well. Who who was the starting tight end last year? 
Uh, it was Tommy Tremble and and, uh, Ian Thomas and whoever else they could find to roll out there. They don't have a starting tight end. Gotcha. That's why I was asking because I couldn't remember a a notable name. Yeah. And that wasn't a troll. That was legit. Um, Yeah. No, they they drafted Tommy Tremble in the third round a couple years ago. It hasn't panned out yet. Uh, But, you know, I mean, obviously tight ends sometimes take a while to to develop and, and, and really get rolling. But that's a that's a big question mark for Carolina. So that's uh, something I'm going to be paying attention to as well. Got you, got you, got you, Jose. Wide receivers. That's it. I I I just I mean, I, I don't have much interest in the Ravens drafting defense. So I mean, I, I'm focusing on wide receivers. Um, I don't even want them to look at tight ends. Just straight wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Yeah, I'm with Zay, man, but I, I'm kind of like one of these guys that's – I mean, you know, like like Brody said, Bryce ain't – he's not participating. The dude from um, Georgia, he already said, look, I ain't – come see me on my pro day. I'll holler at y'all then. So <clears throat> I'm I'm in the mind of, of one of those people that I think they should do some revamping of the combine in one way or another. Maybe get some of the smaller school, smaller school kids there. Um, you know, to put them on that stage because we know we we know the top guys. We'll see a little bit, but um, really, I feel like this should be an opportunity for them to teams to interview these kids and go from there. Other than that, man, let some of the let some of the, the lesser known kids get on the on the field and show what they can get, but or what they can do. Other than that, you you can't be mad at the forty, right? You gotta you gotta look and see who gonna run the fastest time. Which doesn't always translate into being a beast on the field, but watching them uh, run the forty is cool, especially the big guys. See, kind of freak athletes you got out there running the forty. So I'm looking forward to that too. Hand up. Uh, the obvious answer would be wide receivers, but I mean that's already known. So for me, what I'm looking forward to on the combine is watching teams get finally lose draft picks. So. <laughs> <laughs> So this year they just started a rule saying that if teams get out of pocket with these prospects, they could lose $350,000 and a draft mm-hmm. pick up to the third round. So if somebody goes and asks somebody, is their mother a prostitute? Or if you was licking some kid feet, some stupid stuff like that. Yeah. They're going to lose some picks. And that's in the interview process. So that's yes, the sir. stuff that starts uh, tomorrow, today, today, no, today and tomorrow, today and tomorrow. For those of you who don't know what he's talking about, he's referring to Des Bryant when Des Bryant, uh, was 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 a prospect uh somebody had, had asked him that question which is absolutely ridiculous i think it was the dolphins gm wasn't it yeah yeah uh, ireland that's crazy chris um yeah like everybody said you know the wide receivers obviously um jackson smith and jigba i want to see what he runs if, even if he does test um dudes like cedric tillman uh, bigger guys, see well, how he runs. Um, I want to see the cornerbacks too. You know, I'm mm-hmm. excited for that group because it, that's a it's it's a really really deep draft class when it comes to the cornerback group. You know, you got some good ones in the first, got some good ones later on, and then also I know people don't want to hear about it, but running back group. You know, I think you can get a really good running back this year, kind of like Damian Pierce from last year, where the Texans were able to get him in the fourth round. I think mm-hmm. you could find good value in third and fourth round this year too because it's a really deep class as far as the running backs are concerned gotcha 
as far as me, I just want to see the running backs, the receivers, and the DBs run. And then I want to take that and find out who the fastest guys are and see if they tape relate. I want to go like when I last year when when Woolen and, and them guys ran, I was like, okay, let me go look and see if they tape relates. And in some cases it did to me. Some cases it didn't. I, I felt like Woolen's tape related to his speed and he ended up showing this year with him. I don't know if he led the league in picks, but I know for a long time he was on the top, he was tied for the top with picks. So um it translated. Uh, another guy, uh Thornton for, for Baylor that um went to New England, I think. His speed transferred to the NFL, but he got hurt, so he didn't you know, put up a lot of numbers like other guys, but still he was able to get over top of some some guys that have some decent highlights. So I'm just interested in seeing those guys run and um see you know, whose tape matches their actual speed and then see who will jump, see who somebody that is going to run that we didn't know about, see uh, if any of the um, HBCU kids can can put on a, a show that they got out there. Just 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 to see some guys like – it's a bunch of names that Mr. J6 put down there that – I don't know a lot about. I'm interested to see, you know, what they do. Like, uh, like I can't find film on Zay Flowers. I'm not gonna, I refuse to watch highlights. I'm gonna exhaust every avenue I can. Uh, At Perry, I hear a lot of. Um, Mims, I've heard of Wilson. I think that's a kid from Stanford. A lot of kids that I haven't watched that I'm excited to see if they run. It's gonna turn me on to um, go and watch their film. So that's where I'm at with it. All right. Next up. Next up. So we talked about the combine. All right. So I saw this tweet on Twitter and it says, um, this is from Warren shop. He says the most expensive offense is the last four years. Number one is the Colts at 409 million. Number two is the Cowboys at 407 green Bay for four Tampa Bay for a hundred. Uh, those are the only four teams that are over the 400 million million dollar mark. Cleveland, Las Vegas, Tennessee, <laughs> Chargers, I can say Clippers, uh, yeah. Commanders, and <laughs> and uh, 49ers ran out the top 10 at, from 393 to 357. In the bottom five, you have Carolina, which we have a vested interest because we got B in here with us at 293, Miami at 279, Pittsburgh at 275, Denver at 265, and the lowly Baltimore Ravens at 273 million over the last four years. And so people wonder, you know, why that? Why we go so hard about Lamar getting his money? He's mm. done more with less for what four and a half, five years. More with less. What do you think about this list, Jose? Yeah, I, well, I I think those we were talking about. I think those numbers are, are mixed up for Denver and, and Baltimore. I'm not sure if Denver is supposed to, supposed to be last or or they're the ones with 273 mil. Um, but either way, Baltimore is either second to last or dead last. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we know what it is. I mean, it, it's obvious when you when you watch this team play on the field that there, you know, there's not much talent on that side of the ball, which is why me and B, you know, started that hashtag defund the defense, right? Because you're spending all this money on defense and nothing on the offense. And this list reflects that. Um and also is is evident when he's not playing what, what how much money they spend on the offense because you know, there's nothing going out there. You're not getting wins. You're not moving the ball. It's just it's it's not a watchable game. So, um, yeah, this this is why we're pushing hard for Lamar to get his money because who cares who else gets paid? You're not spending the money on anybody yeah. else. Right. Um, Hendo. I mean, <laughs> what else do we expect? Um, you have your you have your people out there that say, look, 
we can't give Lamar this big contract because we won't be able to provide pieces for him to win. Well, on his rookie deal, what did we provide him with? We went defense, defense, defense. Now it's biting us in the ass. Um, just like every year throughout the season. Oh, these wide receivers are horrible. Oh, this offense is terrible. Uh, we need pieces. We need pieces. But soon as the day after the season's over with, now let's, let's look to the draft for a cornerback. <laughs> How many cornerbacks are we going to draft? I'll keep hearing people saying, hey, we need to get a cornerback in the first round. We can take care of wide receiver later. But they also say this is a deep draft class for cornerbacks. If that class is so deep, why can't we wait to get one? Why do we have to jump up in the first round and grab something on defense? Because we do this year after year, and we keep getting these same results. Since 2018, we've averaged, what, 13, 14 points in the playoffs? When it matters the most, we can't score. Now, we've stopped a lot of good offenses in the playoffs and held them to 13, 20 points. We can't score. This is indicative and reflective of what this front office thinks about offense in the modern NFL. They're stuck in their ways. John Harbaugh, I don't care what y'all say about Todd Munkin. You can like him, you cannot like him. But John Harbaugh is going to run the offense that he wants to run with the pieces that he wants to bring on board. This isn't going to change. Like, the smokescreen has already started during the offseason. They said during the press conference, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to revamp this wide receiver room. We're going to get an offensive coordinator. We're going to look high, low, far, wide, turn over every stone. Then we turned around, and his sister's best friend's boyfriend came in to be the offensive coordinator. A week later, they said, hey, I know we said we was going to go get some wide receivers, but that salary cap looking a little tight. These pockets looking real light. We might have to just get some uh, June 1st cuts. So for me, it's a bunch of lip service. Enough is really going to change. Unless Lamar leaves and they are forced to bring in pieces because whatever quarterback they bring into this offense ain't getting nothing done. Right. Mike. I see some people in the chat saying it ain't true or whatever. Whatever. Look, it it if it's off by anything, it we we get the point of this. It's, this. it's, the, it's the gist. Yeah, we get the we get the gist of this is that they aren't spending any money on offense. We've been saying that all year long. Um you know, we, they show the willingness to shut to. I, I can't wait to see, and I hope it, they do one about highest paid defenses over the last four years. I can't wait to see something like that because I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll be up we'll there. fall somewhere up in the top <laughs> ten. But <clears throat> we we we've been saying this all along, man. It's it's not us being Lamar, uh, what they call it. Homers, it, and homers and fans and super fans, fans. and whatever the hell it's, it's not about. that man it's just it, it's just what we see is the truth do you and it, it, it you know shout out to stevie wonder he's probably the greatest one of the greatest artists of all time but he could see that this is <laughs> an issue for this team mm. it's uh, hopefully you know more the fan base gets a hold of things like this and they they see that look man Less, I know it's a lot of friction and a lot of separation in the fan base, but like, you know, women line, men line, women line, numbers don't, man. The numbers are there. We aren't spending the money on offense. And for those who are saying, well, you give them that deal that you can't put any pieces around them. Oh, well, that's your fault, right? Because you had him on a rookie deal for three, four years. And you didn't spend the money then when you had the time to. Yep. So now it's time to eat and, and make up for your mistakes or what you went wrong at. You got to pay him. Pay the man and then see what falls into place from there. But all of these other teams, right, Dallas, mm-hmm. have huge contracts on both sides of the ball. 
Tampa. Yep. Huge contracts on both sides of the ball. Like, they find a way to spend the money on both sides. I don't see why we can't. So, I don't want to hear all of that. <laughs> yeah, the Clippers. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear all of that June 1st cut stuff and all of that. Like, put up or shut up. That's it, man. That's it. If you want to win championships here, then you build around this guy. You put money on the defense. So we cool. We we don't need nothing out of that side now. Put money in the offense, and let's see what we can do with it. Rodney? Yeah, um, you know, I agree with what all you guys say. And I'm seeing Will Hunter in the chat here saying they built the offense through the draft. That's part of why you know the the, <clears throat> the dollar amount is so low. That's true. Uh, but they haven't actually built anything because EDC has not made very many good picks uh, in, in the draft for the offense. Uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's past time for Baltimore to wake up and realize that they need to spend money. They need to pay the cost for what it gets for or pay what it costs to get proven players Mm -hmm. because you going into the draft and saying, you know, we're going to find these guys. It's, it just hasn't been true. And this is even before EDC going back to Ozzy. Ozzy couldn't draft wide receivers either. Uh, You know, the the one good wide receiver, uh, you know, EDC picked was, was Hollywood and he was arguably the fifth best receiver in that class. And they took him first. Yeah. You know, so even when they make a good pick, it's still the wrong pick. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they don't know how to – I don't know if it's just a, a scouting issue uh, or, if it, or what it is. I don't know if it's the, the scouting departments, if it's EDC himself, if, if Roman and Harbaugh have too much input, but they do not know what they're looking for at the wide receiver position. They don't know how to find it. Chris? Um, yeah, that, that list is – a lot of them teams suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, they need to be ashamed of themselves. But the Ravens too, because let's just say that, let's just say that they're fifteenth. Mm-hmm. We're not even asking for top ten, top five. Let's just say they're fifteenth, and they're thirty-two right now, and have had success. If they're just fifteen, we're not asking for you know, oh, pay everybody, pay this guy, pay that guy, pay Christian McCaffrey, pay Hopkins. Let's just get to at least middle of the road mm-hmm. and see how successful they will be. You know, this is a bottom 32 offense as far as how much uh, money is put into them. So imagine if they just add, put some of those resources and and put it into the offense and surrounded Lamar with a few more weapons, like just somebody on the outside who's respectable, not a, a Sammy Watkins, not a Demarcus Robinson. Somebody who can command the respect of, of you know the opposing defense, and I, I feel like that's not much to ask for. Instead of being at thirty two, like that's that's sort of a joke and and a, a bit of a slap in the face. And I get all of that, you know, all they you know drafted and all that stuff. But you know, your job is to to hit on the the picks that you make. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, you're not going to be you know no GM is you know perfect when it comes to the draft. Like that's the impossible. But damn, like Hollywood, like that's the that's the best, like that's what we could do, you know. <laughs> I, I, something's got to give. And the thing is, they they I'm I'm gonna give him. He threw shots at receiver, but they ain't really paid off. Right. Hollywood was good, but wanted out because of the system. And Bateman just can't stay stay healthy. And it's, exactly. and uh, another thing too. Sorry, not to cut you off, but another thing too. It's like. Um, 
Um, Michael Crawford, he he brings this up a lot where he says there's a disconnect between the front office and coaching. So you see somebody like a Hollywood or you see somebody like a Tylen Wallace, like those kind of wide receivers. But then you see the kind of offense that they were brought into. They were brought into Greg Roman's offense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like those guys, those smaller, quicker guys, fit that type of offense. So the groceries that are being bought and the <laughs> chef that's supposed to be making them, it's, you know, it, it's not going together. All right. Exhibit A of why the defense was called mm-hmm. groceries. Right here. <laughs> Exhibit A. Let's move it a step further. So this is the to kind of piggyback off that slide. This is the those top four teams, how much they spend, and their record. And obviously the Buccaneers got a Super Bowl out of it. Pack, mm-hmm. Packers are for the most part in the hunt every year for the most part. Cowboys are pretty much in the hunt. And the Colts just they've been snake bit with the people they've gave a lot a bunch of money to and just been, not been able to produce at the quarterback position. Uh, at the running back position and and up front, they just they've been snake bitten. There's no way they should spend that much money and be that sorry. They had one decent year out of the the four, and they had an eleven and five in there yeah. out, out of those. Everything else was real low or middle of the pack. Uh, but then you you know you see those teams, and you know again the Buccaneers got a Super Bowl out of it. Packers, the Cowboys are pretty much playoff caliber teams a lot. But then you look down here at the bottom, you see us. We're so they say the number is what 260 something, whatever the number is. 263. 263. And we have a better record than the top four. Mm. And the reason I put this on is because in my mind, I'm thinking these are the type of stats that the the, the team go find to justify not spending the money. B, what you think about this? I, I think you know, you're looking at the effect of having Lamar Jackson on the team. Uh you know, the Ravens should be in that top five because they found their quarterback in Lamar Jackson and you're supposed to go and spend, 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 spend while he's on that rookie deal surrounding him with high-level talent. And then you're in the same sentence with Tampa Bay saying you have a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say you're in the same sentence with the Packers saying, hey, we're, we're contending every year. Cowboy, I'm not going to talk about what Dak does over there. Uh, but they, 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 they got Lamar. They saw how great Lamar played. You know, very early on, and they did the black quarterback thing. You know what typically happens to black quarterbacks, which is, hey, you know, not only can you throw, but you're a great runner as well. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like the whole offense. So we're <laughs> gonna go and focus on the defense, and you got that over there. You know, but they they, they did that to Lamar, and saddled him with Greg Roman. Uh, so there was never really any any chance you're gonna win. Uh, any, uh, anything of significance with the way they put together the offense, the, the style of offense they want to run their philosophy and having, you know, Greg Roman running it, you know, and, and combining that with the complete lack of, of skill position talent. So, I mean, it was doomed from the start, but yeah, the, the record like that regular season record is because Lamar Jackson is an exceptional player. Mm-hmm. Jose. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, other than, just look at the games that Lamar didn't play in. What was the record? Right? I think they won two, I think they won two games. They won two. Yeah. Yeah, they won like two games. And, you know, what was the offense ranked with, with him with him not in the game? Uh, like what, you know, 13 like, points a game? Something yeah, like that? Not, yeah, they weren't watchable. They, they weren't watchable. So, I mean, 
yeah, like like we said, um, you know, he's getting the black quarterback treatment. That's what that's what we talk about on our show. They understand his value. They just choose not to value him, mm-hmm. right? Um, they know what he can do uh, with more talent, but they're like, well, he can do he can do more with less, and we just don't value him like that. We'll we'll just use him up and we'll make the defense as great as we possibly can because that's what we want to do. And that's why I, I I love what he's doing now. He's not letting them run him to the ground, and and not invest in him. Because if you invest in him, right, then 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 you go from thirty two up into that that top five range because the games are over, right? You have to like you have no choice but to make it work with him. Right now, the position that they have him in is you know they, they try to make it seem like that they they lean on the defense, but really it's just it's it's all on Lamar. Mm-hmm. He's not allowing them to do that because who they look for to control the clock and get first downs right. at the end of the game. That's mm-hmm. when, like, even when when Greg does, Greg did not try to run him as much. In the fourth quarter, when it was four minutes offense time, Lamar was touching the ball. You know, well, we know he touched every play, but he was running the ball more often than the, the running backs. Yeah, more often than the running backs. Uh, Mike, what you think about? It? Like you said, man, this is <laughs> this is probably the lead slide. In the Ravens presentation to <laughs> to Lamar and his team, <laughs> this is the lead slide, and it's a honestly what I see is just shame on the Ravens, man. Like as Chris said earlier, you in the middle, like, and and I'm glad you pointed that out, Chris, because people will watch this or hear this and say, "Oh, we expect them to be in the top five of spending." No, you be somewhere in the middle of the pack, right? And you pair that with where you are defensively. Then you got something, but yep. being dead last, man, th- this says shame on you. You squandered chances because obviously you showed this kid showed that he right. can win with less, right? Yep. So you just give him a little bit more, give him a little bit more, and he probably would have surprised you and brought you something home that you really wanted, which is a championship or been in the running for it. Yep. So Shame on the Ravens. This is what I see when I see this. But as you, like I said, Coach, as you said, <laughs> this is something that they would use for the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is something that the the purple Kool Aid drinkers will use. You know, against why we don't need to pay, right? So, you know, it's it's a shame, man. Shame on the Ravens for this. Um, you know, it. You know, it's cool that he that they won games and and not spending as much money. Right, but um, I see and can read between the lines on this one, hmm. and this just proves that you ain't do enough, right? And you squandered a chance with a great guy or great player or franchise player that mm-hmm. could have done more, and 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 a good dude with no no off the field issues, one hundred percent. You know, as, as much as they try to put that on him, yeah, right. that's petty stuff. <clears throat> Go ahead, Hendo. Oh, sorry. Okay, I want to start off with a with a with, a, uh, with a, addressing a comment. Um, somebody said that the Ravens changed their offense for for Lamar Jackson, and we were the team that gave him a chance. First of all, Greg Roman only knows one offense to run. He was already so, on staff, and he was already on staff and waiting. So we didn't change anything. We just did what we were limited to do. Second of all, Lamar Jackson is a Heisman winning trophy. Quarter, a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who should have actually won it two times because his junior season was actually better than the sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So don't sit there and think because we traded up in the first at the end of the first round, somebody wasn't going to take him second higher, um, second and high in the second round. Right. 
so stop saying this. We took a chance on him. We didn't take a chance on him. We blew his career actually. So to get to this, to get to this list, um, yes, they will put this up and say, "See, we have a better record than all of these teams spending the least amount of money." They don't take into account that Lamar Jackson over those years has been the leading rusher, the leading passer. He right. is this entire team. When he is out, we don't win games. Now the Colts. They paid Quentin Nelson. They took mm -hmm. over the contracts of Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. That's going to bolster them up towards the top. They've had a lot of injuries. That's why they they didn't win with the quarterbacks that they had in the last That's kind of why I called them snake bit. They just got right. them old cats, and they wasn't worth a flip. But they right. had to pay them that crazy amount of money. But go ahead. I'm sorry. That's good. Then you got the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. Jerry Jones will pay any and everybody. <laughs> and then try to kick the can down the road and then be like, I don't know why we ain't winning. Dak Prescott ain't it, but he gave him that money anyway. The Packers, the Packers are kind of in a similar situation as the Ravens. You have this generational Hall of Fame, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and they refuse to give him weapons. Now, I know Brian is going to say they gave him Christian Watson this year, but they should have been <laughs> they should have been giving him some weapons on offense to take that next step. So that's and why they're Dubs. and Romeo Dobbs. So that's why and their Aaron record. Jones. So that's why their record is and the <laughs> that's why that record is where it is the tampa bay buccaneers now you can say what you want to say they want a super bowl yep you know and in this last season before the season even started they were hit with the injury bug to the offensive line if certain things had happened it may have been a better season for them brady might have had more time who knows now with us 43 28. Yes, Lamar Jackson carries out most of them wins. But you also have to take into account that this season we had a full play schedule and we played some of the worst teams. We played the NFC South, for goodness sake. We played yep. some of the worst teams in the NFL. So, um, you know what I mean? This is the one time when I will say this is the outlier. This is the one off where men lie, women lie, and numbers do. The 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 salary number or the the the, um, the record the record the, win, the winning record the you know the number the num the the winning record does not reflect on well, this I, team. I, I will I will say this. Um, other than last year when we were eight and nine, this year was the every every year was a double digit win. Yeah, Ten so and seven, eleven and five, fourteen and two, and then last year was the one that was under five hundred. So with with Lamar, whole season with Lamar, you get fourteen and two. You get a eleven and five. So that's what 20, 25 and seven. And that's damn good with a full you know a full season of Lamar. Mm -hmm. So and what could we what could we have done with a full slew of offensive weapons? Right, when he wouldn't have to run as much hmm. and wouldn't be hurt. Right, you're probably looking at probably add another five to to, to ten wins on there. And maybe Probably. two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl, at least, at least a, a, a NFC Championship game, at least. Hmm. Chris, yeah, like I mean, like you guys said, you know, you look at this and it's like, oh, you see, they could win without, you know, without the offensive firepower, and it's like, yeah, they can win, but are they gonna win, win, right. and win, win? You know that we see the Buccaneers got one of those win wins, <laughs> and. uh that's what they're trying to get to. You know, when you have somebody that's like like Lamar, you you want to get Super Bowls. You don't want to be just in contention. And I think that's what we saw the Eagles do so well. Like they saw that they were close last year. They saw that they were competitive. They saw they had a team on the rise with a young quarterback. 
And they weren't just like, all right, we're going to, you know, go with our, you know, rising tight end, you know, our, our nice wide receiver that we drafted in the first round. They're like, no, what can we do to put us over the top? Yep. And I think that kill shot is something that the Ravens have sorely been lacking. It's like they're, they're good in, in some areas, um, great in some areas, but it's like they rest on that. Mm-hmm. And they, they instead of going for that kill shot. And I, I do think that these past two seasons, they've, they've missed, they missed that opportunity. You know, you, you only get those every so often. And, you know, a team like the Eagles, granted, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they, they were damn close. <laughs> they were they damn close. Their and, kill shot to me was A.J. Brown. Hmm. That, that's what I'm talking about. That's their kill shot. They Because they could have just rested on, oh, we got Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, we could just draft somebody else in the second round, third round, whatever it is. But they said, no, we got to go get that dude that can take us over the top. And, you know, in the first year of the experiment, they got damn close. So, yep. you know, I, I give them props. And, and they got a nice young core going going ahead into the future. So it's not like they did the Rams, you know, push all the chips in and then you're going to suck for who knows how long. They, they're building over there in Philly. In Philly. I was like the top ten pick too. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. What did you say, Jose? I said I respect what the Rams did too. Two oh, Super yeah. Bowls. Any, anything yeah. to get you to the game and, and win one of two, I think it's worth the risk. But here's the yeah. thing, though. They can, they can always push the can down the road. People act like they don't have future draft picks that they can't trade now. Mm-hmm. And they're still and they're going to just be sucky. They're going to continue to do it and get rid of first-round picks. Now, to the Eagles' point, like Chris brought up, they had a Super Bowl-winning uh, head coach and fired him two years later and started over and yeah. went back to a Super Bowl. But here we are. It's been 10 years since Harbaugh won a Super Bowl, so let's just give him a few more years and see what he can do. That That's crazy, too, what, what you brought up, Hendo. Like, they did it with damn near a whole new roster, mm-hmm. a whole new coaching staff in five years, yeah. six years, yeah. five years. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Like that's something that you don't you don't really see in the NFL. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. The only two like solid pieces that were on both teams that you can kind of think of was Fletcher and Kelsey, right? And, and, and Graham, Graham. Brandon Graham, and Graham. So that's that's pretty oh, yeah. much a, almost a complete roster turnover. Mm-hmm. And you still build them because you got a number ten pick. <laughs> Crazy. That's some, what I guess. GM some GMs, GM. <laughs> Howie, Howie Roseman is that dude. Gotcha. Let's see. We got a ten dollars super chat from uh, a, a Nan. A Nand. He and says, then, "I want yeah. Lamar to be a QB. Want Lamar to be our QB for the next decade." But there is a price at which you would say we are better off trading him. And no. Good thing you said that. <laughs> you said great segue. Segue. What trade package is enough to say okay, trade Lamar? I appreciate uh appreciate the ten dollar super yeah. chat. We got two more I got to get to, but since that that fits so well with the show, I had to go ahead and throw that one up there. Thanks. What what trade package is enough to say okay, let's trade. We can trade Lamar. Uh, I start with you, B. I mean, I've, I've been saying it for 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 weeks, for months. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> It's got to be you both. Call, you call up Carolina. You say, give me J.C. Horn. That solves your corner problem. You say, you give me Derek Brown. That solves your interior D-line problem. And then, yeah, we'll give you a couple picks. I mean, that's fine. Like Hendo said, you don't run out of picks. There's no end date on the NFL. You, you get whatever picks you want. 
and then you send Lamar. And you know, I, we were talking about it before uh, with the combine. I just thought about it. You send Isaiah Likely on down to Carolina too. That's fine. And 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 everybody's happy. Okay. Now we will even throw in. I mean, and, can't believe I'm gonna say this, but we will even throw in. I say Tommy Trimble. No, I wasn't gonna say Tommy Trimble, but if you want him, you got him. But we will even throw in Matt Corral. What's up, oh, Lord? What is up? How you say no to that? Yeah, you might as well do a sign and trade with Bradley Bozeman. I mean, Brad, Bradley's we, we like Bradley. All right, y'all didn't like Bradley, y'all didn't appreciate Bradley, y'all didn't treat him right. He's good where he's at. Yeah, he, he recruited for y'all now. Oh, That's right. He's home now. He's <laughs> home. You weren't saying that a couple months ago. <laughs> I wasn't saying that a couple months ago because he didn't beat out Pat Elfline Elf for the job, but he's good now. All right. Okay. We got we got we got through all that. Okay. Bradley's home. Okay. Send Lamar on home with him. Mm. Closer to Miami, huh? Uh, I mean, he ain't even worried about Miami no more, honestly. No, not the Dolphins. The hometown. Uh, no, but that's not he, he ain't worried about Miami no, no more. Got he on, we got live music in Charlotte. He gonna come on down. <laughs> yeah, just got, we got that. We got the, we got the man, very recently. It's amazing. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, David Tepper. Everybody, everybody rolling through there. Now. Everybody rolling through Charlotte. They got Bojangles. Ah. Got the baby. We gonna hide. We gonna we gonna keep that one. Keep that quiet. Uh, <laughs> send him on home. Get your defense right. Defense wins championships. That's uh, I mean, proven right forever. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Baltimore as, as you know what you know what we're gonna do too. And again, man, the deal of the century right now. We gonna we gonna throw in. We gonna sign. And throw in Deonta Foreman. We know how you <laughs> ain't got no big guys like Deonta. Wow. Right? Gus. So he, Gus can go, man. Gus is a, Gus is a he's gonna be a cap casualty. All right, you all paying Gus a little too much. Uh, but we got J.C. Horn, Derek Brown, Matt Corral, Deonta Foreman, and a couple picks. There it is. What more could you ask for? I could ask for more, but I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Jose, more. Terrace Marshall, boom. Um, <laughs> made a deal worse. Look, go, going back to Anand's question, you know, um, about uh, is there a price that's too high? No, because if he if he leaves um, and he balls out for another team, uh, are we going to remember what we didn't want to pay him? Are, are we going Are we going to remember what what we were fighting over? No, right? It, it, the the money doesn't matter. He's not going to ask for an amount that's unrealistic. And asking for Deshaun Watson money is not unrealistic. He should be making more than Deshaun Watson. It doesn't matter if the owners don't like that he got that much. Um, he got it. And it's not an outlier. People need to stop saying it's an outlier. The outlier is Deshaun Watson becoming available. Players like that don't become available, right? So when an outlier becomes available, that's the cost. Yep. Right, and if Lamar becomes available, that's what he's going to get paid. So, no, um, there, there's no amount of money that that will make me say it's time to trade him. And really, look, there's 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 no trade package I would be okay with, but the closest thing to it would have to be re- realistically would be if we could get somebody like Trey Lance or Justin Fields in return. And I was still hate it. I, I like those two quarterbacks. I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I don't think Trey Lance is by any means done in San Francisco. I think he is the guy. 
Um, and you let him play, I think he'll be a star. And I think Justin Fields is is trending up as well. So those are the two that I would say, yeah, I, I don't like that Lamar left, but we got guys that um, you know, that that could be that guy down the road. But the problem is we get those guys, we already know that the organization is gonna pay them. We already know the organization isn't gonna put anything around them. So, you know, it's just a ever, you know, everlasting cycle. But that would be the closest thing, uh, a package with, with one of those two quarterbacks. Mike? I, <laughs> it, I mean, of course, listen, there, there's a grand scheme of things, right? There's a, there's a price for everything, right? You know, there's a that's cost out there that everybody will start to think like, hmm, okay. Um, I'd rather not <clears throat> have that. I'd rather keep Lamar. Um, but if I had to say something, I'm going to need a 19, I think it was 1989, 1989 Herschel Walker package, um, something of that sort, about 18 picks, players were exchanged in that deal with the Cowboys. It's got to be something major like that. I, I mean, like, I just in what you just said, Zay, and I think somebody in the chat said it too, Justin Fields and number one pick and stuff like that. Uh, okay. You know, but it, it 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 has to be something like earth shattering for me to be like, all right, you had to do that. Other than other than that, you pay, right? You you know, this is franchise quarterbacks aren't a dime a dozen, right? So, um, we haven't really had one here until now. So, uh, I can <laughs> I can foresee it being another ten twenty. 30 years before we get another one, unfortunately, the way we move here. So I just don't want to see that go. Um, so it had to be earth shattering for me to be oh, somewhat okay with it. As far as the Herschel Walker, you got um, what I just typed. One, two, three, four, eight five, pick. six, seven, eight picks and four picks. <laughs> something got to be Mike, something crazy like that. <laughs> Mike, we'll, we'll, we'll do the Ricky Williams trade for you. What's the that? whole draft. We, we can't go. We can't go Herschel. We'll go Ricky Williams for you. That was a. <laughs> that was the first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh in in the in that year, plus a first and third the following year. Nah, man. We need we need eight picks in four <laughs> plays. That's that's a one, two, three. So eight, I, five, six, if I'm not eight, mistaken, eight, I, I think picks. it was. What was it? What was it? The Herschel Walker. What was it? Uh, first and a second. For like two or three years in a row, or yeah, something first, like that. First and a second in 19, first, second, or sixth in 1990. A first, a second in 1991. A first, second, a third in 1992. But, and, but think about who Solomon, David Howard, Isaac Hope, and Alex Stewart on top of those picks. And what that turn into? Emmitt Smith, Woodson, um, Troy Aikman. Yeah, if, if we get that, then yeah, sign me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I need to know before the picks that they're right. gonna be Hall of Famers. <laughs> right. <laughs> but how, how about this? We can't guarantee you Hall of Famers. But how about this? Uh, when we do that Ricky Williams deal, much like Mike Ditka, John Harbaugh gets fired after the season. Yes, I'll take oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's all you. Oh, is this is this personal? Uh, is this question for personal preference? Uh, yeah, is, do you use your turn? What packages trade? Which what trade packages enough for me to say okay? Now, before we started, I was thinking to myself, hmm, 
I'm gonna need uh Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. They need to trade back for Tyreek Hill, and I will be good with this trade. But then listening to everything that's being said and just thinking about it, um, I'm good with a case of Beyond Burgers. <laughs> I'm good with that because this organization unfortunately doesn't know how to treat a superstar on offense. This man has given everything of himself to this team, to this community, everything. He's done it the right way. He didn't sit out. He hasn't made any noise. He minds his business. He didn't complain when he had an MVP season, a unanimous MVP season with no help. And all they've done since then is get rid of people. Now he could have said, Hey, you're getting rid of my talent and you're not paying me. So why don't we get some help? And I don't think that they learn how they know how to treat him as a quarterback. Um, Bashadi, he doesn't want to give him $230 million, but I can almost it was cussed. I can almost guarantee you that over these last five years, Lamar Jackson has earned Bashadi over $230 million by licensing, by merchandising, by putting people in these stands. I guarantee you he's earned and made him much more than that. So for you to say, you know what, I can't give it to you off of principle because even even for the next five years, Lamar Jackson is going to make more money than that for any franchise that he goes to. And I just feel like if we can't appreciate him and do right by him, let him go. You know, I was sitting here and what changed my mind was Keith Sweat song came on. There's a right and a wrong way to love somebody. Mm -hmm. And the Ravens have loved Lamar wrong since they drafted him because they put him in a box. They put him in an offensive system. They said, hey, we don't need the wide receivers because of the scheme that we run. When instead of doing their due diligence and looking at what he ran in college, he ran a pro set in college, but he just happened to run for 1,500 yards. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at that and doing their due diligence the same way they do with their scouts for wide receivers, where they just see a guy and be like, he looks like he'll fit, draft him. Like they just haven't done it right. Like why? Why have we not poached the Pittsburgh Steelers scouts? Right. After all these years, I don't know why somebody hadn't had a side conversation, broke into somebody's house, did something, and brought them over here. You think? You think whoever whoever's doing well, you pull from that tree? That what you think, hmm. Chris? Um. Yeah, I'm not in the um. I, I'm not in that camp of you know. Give me all the all the draft picks you can. Um. You know, draft picks, that's just what they are. They're draft picks. And we can't um, draft. And, you know, I, I – Crapshoot. Yeah, if, when it comes to if, – if you want to draft your next Lamar, your Lamar, or your franchise QB, just look at the list of quarterbacks that have been taken over the last 10 years in the, in the first half of the, of the first round. There's a lot of busts in those, in those picks, a lot. Like just because dudes are projected to go first, that does not mean that they are going to pan out. Right. Every everybody's like on this. Oh yeah, next year you know you could get Drake May or or you know the the Caleb kid out of out of USC, and it's like all right, cool. But what if when the season starts, they don't look that good? Because yeah. this time last year, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young they were supposed to be generational dudes, mm-hmm. and it it doesn't always go that way. Like it does not go that way every single time. Um, and I'm always in favor of the known commodity instead of the mystery box. Gotcha. So I, I'm I'm paying Lamar. That price is going up either way you put it. Like, mm-hmm. Unless you just want to start all over again, and that's just what you want to do. You you want to reset your your organization. If that's what you want to do, then fine. But if you want to be competitive and play for championships, 
I would pay my quarterback because that price is just going to continue to go up and the cap is going to continue to go up. Yep. Now, as far as me, there is no package that I would, I won't, that I won't aid as my QB. That there's no package that you can put out there unless you just giving me all your picks for like two years. And it's still, that's still like, like, like you said, Chris, I, th- that's all crapshoots. I, I'd rather go with a guy that I know he can do. Well, you know, rather than take a gamble on a rookie, because if I miss on that rookie, then I'm gonna have to draft another. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a draft another. And that may set my my franchise back ten years. Like I mean, we didn't talk about championships for ten years in Baltimore. Kind of like that cornerback situation, huh? Yep. Every year. Yeah. Right. Same. Oh. Same old. Same old. Y'all two up there just being stingy. I'm just, okay, <laughs> had, all right, all right. You listen. had five years with Lamar. You ain't do nothing with him. Send, exactly. send, him, send him home. I'm trading him for some Beyond Burgers. And listen, if you give me a case of French fries, you can have Patrick Queen too. <laughs> I only want Queen, but I mean, we'll talk about somebody else on the roster. Well, you can keep Patrick. Cool. You can keep him. All right. Uh, Will Hunter dropped the 10. Uh, didn't leave a message. So if you have a message, Will, please uh, let me know what it is. But you didn't leave a message on the Super Chat. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, let's move on to this one. We got two more super chats. Let me get to them real quick. Mm, I don't want to forget them. Uh, Jared, Jared dropped five. He says, "Y'all remember we tried to win with less out the Super Bowl year and wasn't relevant again until uh, Gary Zubiak uh, was the OC." Zubiak. Kubiak. Kubiak. I like Zubiak. <laughs> Kubiak was the uh, OC, and um, that's when we started running a lot of outside zone stuff, and we was able to run the ball again and and, and pair it with some play action stuff, but. Yeah, I guess he did. overstepped his boundaries and had to get up out of this this nonsense. And he was smart. He was smart. I mean, he went back home to Denver. Like mm-hmm. he, he had to do that. It's the job he wanted. You only had to let him. But it sounds real <laughs> familiar too, because you know, last time Carolina was in the Super Bowl without Kelvin Benjamin throwing it to Ted Ginn and Jericho Cotchery, and they said, "Hey." Our 289-pound wide receivers coming back <laughs> off his ACL tear. Let's draft a backup D tackle in the first round. <laughs> yeah. And not e- and not Chris Jones. Yeah. We'll let him go a few picks later. <laughs> Who they pick? <laughs> Vernon Butler. Mm. Yeah, Vernon the, Butler. P- the PFF special. Mm. <laughs> Marco G drop five. He says seems to have at least made it the conference championship, have a quarterback hit percentage of less than 20%. So you got to assemble a Super Bowl team when your QB is on a rookie deal. Exactly. Exactly. Which is what the Eagles doing, and which is kind of what the 49ers are trying to do with um the two rookies they got. So it's it's it's, it's out there because it's you can do it when they're when the, you pay your quarterback. It's just you have to be a real GM and your scouts gotta hit on the young guys when you pay the quarterback. As far as when you got the quarterback on a rookie deal, you can pull known commodities out. Like like Chris just talked about and say, I know what A.J. Brown can do. Let me pull him. I know what George Killer can do. Let me pull him. I know what Hollywood can do. With these rookies, you don't know if they're going to adjust to the NFL game or not. Yeah, you, you're asking for a front office and coaches to do their job. Right. And they may not be able to do that. Right. That's why it's easier for them to not pay the quarterback and then try, and try to pull good defensive guys and, and stick to the, to the script. And that little, that little, um, the little thirty for thirty that came out mm-hmm. just showed me that their skill, not their skill set, their um, what's the word I'm looking for? Their mentality. Mentality. There you go. Appreciate it. Has not changed. They still right. thinking you can win with um, defense and run the ball, and that ain't today's NFL. That that's just, which is why they need to be fired. Like you can't, you can't go go in today's NFL. I mean, look at the Super Bowl, man. 
Like what, what was Philly? What was Philly ranked in, in defense? Third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kansas City came out in the second half like it, like they were nothing. Yeah. Scored on no every sacks. drive. No sacks. Like you can't stop a great offense in today's NFL. You can I feel like you know, haven't given it your best shot. JC Horn, Brian Burns. <laughs> I'll give it one more go. All right? <laughs> what what you what you just said too, Coach? It just it just popped in my head. The 49ers in a good space. Mm-hmm. If they can, even if those two guys aren't fully healthy, you can they have the type of offense where you can kind of plug a guy there, you know, a Jimmy G type guy that but they are able right now to pay like they was able to pay Debo and then they was able to pay Kittle. And if they got to pay, I'm not sure what uh, CMC's contract is or whatever, but if they got to pay, they're in a position to pay these guys before their quarterback, their most expensive position comes up. And if they, and because they got Lance and Purdy, it, listen, if one of them outprices themselves, you can move on to the next one. All right, bro, you gone. I still got to, a cheaper option here, and I, so they're in a good situation if they handle that right, which I think they will. It's and just like, us that don't like, we don't do that. Without. Like you know who else they can pay? Who? Lamar Jackson. If they get listen, totally. listen. If they get Lamar, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's over. It's over. It's a wrap. Because you don't. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to play the uh, quarterback roulette with Trey and and Brock and and whoever else they end up bringing in because. You could very, very easily make the wrong choice and screw yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're comfortable with somebody like a Jimmy G, right? Give mm-hmm. Jimmy a good 15. Look, man, chill out. Stay here another year, right? You in the bed. Don't be the starter because both of them hurt. Yeah, they hurt. So we 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 know what you like to do on your off time. You in the Bay Area. So <laughs> make this money. Bay area. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And like, and we they in a good good position man if they if they like i said if they handle it right it's tough it, they, it it's a little bit of a pickle because they their young guys are hurt but they don't have to they don't have to break the bank at that position right now at all and still right. be solid yeah facts and they got good pieces offensively to help whatever quarterback they decide to put there you look at cmc debo uh iuk kittle kittle that, that's that's you know you can do some things with that especially where they run the ball the just trend, like he's slowing down at just, Kyle, just Kyle Shanahan by himself. Trent don't look like he's slowing down. Let's go into this next one. So I found this on on. I was looking for something else, and I ran came across this. It's um supposedly some agents got together and and said this is what Lamar should be looking for in a contract. It says a uh, four years, two hundred and ten million total, with an average salary salary of fifty two point five. Overall contract guarantees one hundred seventy million. Fully guaranteed at signing um, $150 million, a signing bonus of $85 million. First year in cash, he, he would get 47% of that, which is $99 million. After two years, he'd have $130 million, which is 62%, roughly 62%. And after the first three years, he'd have $170 million, which would be 81% of that deal. Mm-hmm. What what you think about him taking that, Chris? Or if he should look for something, as like, use this like a guide, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I, I'm terrible with numbers and all of that stuff, but, um, I mean, I, I think it's a good contract, but is that what he wants? I doubt it. Cause I think Murray has more guarantees than this. I think, I think, 
189, um, I think. Yeah, he, but it's not over four years. Um, I think it's over five, five years. It's over five. Okay. So, so it's per, per year would be, be, be higher then. Yes. So Go Murray ahead. has 160. Now Murray has 180-something, one, but it's over five oh, years. Something. 189. Oh, okay, five okay. Years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm all for players getting whatever the hell they want. Like, they're the ones putting their bodies on the line. They're the ones that, you know, when they're – 50 years old going to be walking around like they're 70 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about maximizing your earning potential. So if Lamar looks at something like this and he's like, yeah, I like it. Cool. If he doesn't, I'm not like, oh, you greedy bastard. Like, no, nah, <laughs> hell no. He's the one that's running into these fat ass linemen, uh, you know, on every third and fourth down that he has to be on the field. So um, I'm like I said, I'm I'm on board with whatever Lamar wants. Uh, I'm always going to be on the player's side because they're the ones making the sacrifice, not us. Gotcha. Hendo? Um, it's not a bad deal. Um, 52 mil, 170 mil guaranteed. After the first three years, 81% of it guaranteed and, and in his pocket. I think it's a good deal. I just think he, for him, he should ask for the player option in the fourth year. Mm-hmm. The option to resign or go somewhere else because I mean I think with the, with a cap hit at that time they're going to have to renegotiate anyway in that fourth year. But I mean, fifty two mil it's a good it's a good contract. It gives him another opportunity to get a big contract by that time. Hurts yeah, him at twenty nine or thirty when the, yep. when that real yeah. with. And through this time, her uh, Burrow, Hurts, uh, Herbert, they'll all be resigned, and some other guys will come up again. So that's mm-hmm. going to push that QB money way up in four years. So and that gives him another bite at the Apple. So, I mean, it's, it's not a bad contract. It's just dependent upon what he wants. I mean, I can't say whether he wants 200 mil guaranteed or he wants this. I just think he wants to fair a deal and mm-hmm. some offensive help. Yep. What, what, what do you think they're thinking that if, if he gets this, this massive amount of money that he won't be able to get quality help around him, that they'll still try to help him through the draft. I mean, whether he gets this money or not, that's what they're going to do. Because when it comes to offense, you can't change who you are. Mm-hmm. You can try to disguise it. Um, you can limit certain things, but you are who you are. But we won't know who we are right now. I mean, what once they mean? once they sign them, listen, all, think, all things can change. We can go out here and say, you know what, let's trade for DeAndre Hopkins. And they end up trading for him. But then after they get Lamar signed, they can cut him after this year. Mm. So, you know, I just don't, I, as an organization, I don't trust them dudes. All right, our resident negotiator, Mike. <laughs> I had Brent. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's not a bad deal, right? Uh, to your point, though, Coach, on the second part of it, like, obviously it'll be – you got to get creative in the first two years, right, to to be able to sign some help. So that first those, it, it'll be a two-year, two maybe three-year window that they got to squeeze in some help in there. Mm-hmm. Probably more close to a two-year window where they can make the first the first two years of the cap hit smaller, you know right. what I mean? And then and then be able to sign. <clears throat> but it's it's not a bad deal. If I'm him, I'm looking at five years, 250, 260. To to would it Deshaun get guaranteed? 230. 230. 230 guaranteed. How, how long is Deshaun's? Five, five years. Five. But 
But Mike, why would you why would you add that extra year on for that well, fifty for that fifty mil when when that fifth year comes up? Now you can renegotiate for by probably at that time sixty five mil. Well, right? but see, in the way these things work, to to like you said earlier, right? It's it's going to be in that third it's, or fourth year they're going to have to is. come back to the table. So if he could get that two thirty guarantee, if the, if that if he's stuck on that two thirty being the guarantee that he wants. That's where the Ravens could get creative and make give him that two hundred thirty million guaranteed over that the life of that contract. We're gonna come back to the table in three or four years anyway. So it's right. just the, the it's kind of it's it's kind of the you know the olive branch. Okay, look, right. we are gonna get you your two thirty. Just let me stretch it that extra year. We're gonna come back in four, and then you're gonna get another whatever it is on top of that, whether it's here or or somewhere else. So. Mm-hmm. But if he if he wants that two thirty, they can get him that two thirty, mm-hmm. and it not look like you did exactly what the Browns did because that's really the hang up. Right. No team wants to be the next team to say they gave a fully guaranteed contract because they are trying to break that cycle. Because if it starts and Lamar gets it, it's going the rest of them cats is getting. I got, I got everybody get. Don't don't cook that yet. Let, oh, okay, let, okay. let that marinate for a minute. That's where I'm at. He, 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 somewhere between 250, 260, and that 225, 230 guarantee. Jose? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards going the opposite way. Cut that thing down to like three years. Just do three years, 150 mil fully guaranteed, right? Cut, you know, if 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 you're worried about injuries and all that stuff, we ain't got to do no long term deal. Just three years, uh, 150 million fully guaranteed. You can make some of that signing bonus to to take the the, the cap hit down a little bit more. <clears throat> no um, no trade clause, mm-hmm. right? No matter no matter what no matter what deal gets done, whether it's four years, three years, four years, five years, we're gonna put a no trade clause in there because you're not you, you like you sign you sign me you you stuck with me, right. you know. Um, Unless I decide to uh, change the scenario, but this right here is not bad. Um, it's it's more average money than Kyler, um, but that's that's. I mean, honestly, to me, that should be a sale because that's what you should have started with last year, mm-hmm. right? Instead of trying to lowball him, give him more, uh, less to Kyle Murray. That's a diss. But if he's willing to kind of uh, meet you halfway with this, right? Yeah, that's a, if that's a starting point, that's mm-hmm. great. If he says, "Okay, this is this isn't bad. Now give me two hundred million fully guaranteed," then you're thirty million off. You're gonna let this deal, you know, wither away because of thirty million? No, you're not. You're, you're gonna give it to him. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. B. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the the contract looks fine, right? Uh, it's actually even a, a bit more than Aaron Rodgers got per year, you know, because he's he's right at or a little over 50 a year. Um, but for me, to answer the question, it's who's offering this deal? Because if it's Baltimore, I want more money. <laughs> and, 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 you know, y'all are laughing, but I know, true. I know what you do with All the right. offense. You don't go and pay anybody, so give me my money, right? Like this, yeah. this works out to a little bit less, about $4 million less than what Deshaun Watson got in his first years. Mm-hmm. Uh, first uh, four years, so you go ahead and up them guarantees. Uh, I want I, I, more than Deshaun got in those first four years. If it's somebody else giving me the, this deal, somebody who knows how to put an offense together, who knows how to support their quarterback, yeah. then okay. Uh, I, 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 
I, I mean, could y'all be with a off the grid, off grid woodsman? Yeah. Listen, man, you've been whining the whole night, yo. Like you saying, beat it if you don't like the Ravens. Quit crying. Uh, if you can't handle some real talk, man. They, oh, I mean, oh, he talking to us. I don't know. I think he told us somebody in the chat. I thought he was talking to somebody in the chat. He been, he been, he, 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 been he, he been, he been, he been saying this the whole night. He been, he been whining the whole night. Like, <laughs> I mean, listen, listen to all you real Ravens fans out there. All right, there's nothing special about you. You're just a regular ass fan. All right. So if you don't like this talk, man, like there's there's channels out there that you can go to that'll be more palatable for you. All right. But you know, we we gonna give you the real talk over here. So you have to deal with that. Some de's out there. I'm I'm not a regular fan. I've been a, a season ticket holder since 1996. <laughs> <laughs> You're a paying customer <laughs> who doesn't like his product right now. Okay? <laughs> All right, so I got I got a couple of clips, and I want us to to um, listen to and kind of react to them, especially since we're talking so much about Lamar and his contract, and it's it's I don't know how you guys feel, but it's really starting to be a lot to, to turn on your social media and everything is Lamar contract, Lamar contract, Lamar contract. It's like, it's almost, I almost want to mute the word Lamar on my timeline, mm-hmm. but I still want to see what's going on, but it's, that's how overwhelming it is. But I got a few clips because there are people out there that, that um think the NFL PA has something to do about it. And so as I was reading an article, this matter of fact, the article that I got that, that, um, contract thing out of they talked about Demar Smith. So I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play this clip from Demaris and, and we can kind of react to it. And this one he was on the um what's it called not on the pivot on the pivot podcast and I got three of them I'm gonna play them one at a time and then we kind of talk about them between them. But imagine if every NFL player decided you know what I'm putting all this team stuff on my Instagram putting all this team stuff on my uh, Twitter page take it down. Mm-hmm. They don't pay you for it. Right. When you went to OTAs, you get paid? Nah. No. So when we're looking at or when I'm looking at the game strategy matrix, yes, strike is at the top. But there's all sorts of things that, that you, we do as players in our ecosystem because we've just we've gotten comfortable with that's what football is. Now, with that being said, remember Kyler took all this stuff off? Mm-hmm. Yes, and and Lamar took his stuff. No, Queen took his stuff off, and mm-hmm. different people started doing it. Yeah, Lamar did too, right? On Instagram. Wait, 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 where you know where 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 this coming from? Because who really wants to go and take all their pictures off? That's a tedious task. But I'm sure they're getting information from maybe not Demar's himself, but to say, hey, you know, I want to give you this free publicity. What do you think about that? B the clip we just showed. Yeah, I mean, I I think that this and 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 he's, you know he's talking about kind of negotiating with the with the team, kind of going back and forth and different ways players can uh, get their point across. I guess uh, the way to say it. Uh, but it, like you were saying, you know, people thinking that that the NFLPA is having to do with kind of elongating this process with Lamar, and you know that's because the 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 team. The owners and, and and the organization, they kind of I don't want to say they control the media, but they have a lot of contacts in the media. They get to put out stories whenever they want, whatever stories they want, right? Right. The only reason that this contract negotiation is dragging on is because the Baltimore Ravens will not meet the number that Lamar wants. Now they don't have to do that, right? You know, he has his number. 
And they say either we're going to meet it or we're not going to meet it. If you're not going to meet it, then, you know, you, you franchise them. You start looking for, for trade offers, right? If you are going to meet it, sign them and be done with it. But they're in this in-between where they're like, we're not meeting your number, but we know that you are the team, so we don't want to let you go. So, you know, we're going to start putting out this stuff to kind of make you look bad, uh, to try to turn fan sentiment against you. Maybe that number will start to come down. And, you know, to uh, DeMora's point, like, now with social media, with players having access to fans, directly to fans, they can kind of fight back against that. Uh, and, I, and I think the players should do it. I think players should do it more often. I think Lamar should be more vocal hmm. about what he, what exactly what he wants, exactly what they've offered, and, and all that. Because you know, if you want to keep that's everything, behind, yeah, if you want to keep everything behind closed doors, that's fine. But they don't want to do that. Right. They want to leak out little bits and pieces of what's going on. So you know, come out and say, hey, no, this is what I asked for. This is what they're not willing to pay me. So I'll see you next year when I'm playing for the Panthers. <laughs> or whoever it may be. Chris. Um man, I I wasn't even listening to the clip. I couldn't get over dude's voice. Like it was just funny to me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got what he the gist of what he was saying from what Brodney said, because I couldn't concentrate on what he was saying. But um um Piggybacking off of what, of what B said, um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, this is the era where where players could take back some of that control, mm-hmm. and you know, we hear so many former players, whether it's you know, all the smoke podcast or um, or knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles and, and Quentin Richardson, where we hear these dudes from the '90s that used to play, and we hear all of this contract stuff, and and you kind of remember it vaguely from like the late '90s, early 2000s. And he's like, damn, that dude was a jerk. Like, why didn't he take this deal? And then he explains it on the podcast, you know, 20 years later. And he's like, the way the media twisted it up, it didn't go down like that. It went down this way and that way. And you kind of see the extra layers that are put on it and how much power the teams actually have when it comes to the narrative that's pushed to the public. You know, there's right now Lamar is, you know, the – the most selfish guy in the world and you know he's difficult to negotiate with and and all of this stuff and right now he can come out and he could write a, he could have a story in in um what's the the players tribune you know mm-hmm. he, he could write a story and kind of get that power back or yep. go on instagram and do a live and say no this is what's happening if he wanted to yeah so um i, I like that where you kind of empowering the, the players to to kind of get some of that that uh that that strength back when it comes to the court of public opinion. Jose, you, you know the great thing about Lamar's situation is yeah he could do all this stuff, but he doesn't have to right. He's, he he doesn't have to do anything. He has all the control. What are you gonna do? Tag me and and hold up forty five mil of your cap. <laughs> I, you're not gonna do that right. Like I have a number. I don't have to negotiate. Um, you're gonna give it to me, or you're not gonna give it to me. Somebody is going to give it to me. I know that for a fact. We just saw it happen with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So I I know I'm going to get my money. You can give it to me, or somebody else give it to me. I don't have to talk. You can put out whatever you want to put out. First of all, uh, this city, Baltimore fans, do not believe any of that mess. <laughs> they here and there, and then you get somebody else right behind them shutting them up. Like, look, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> 
we are not going to pay that. You better sign him. So he knows all the pressure is on the Raven. But just in, in general, like, uh, man, you guys know how I feel about Brandon, man. Like, um, I, I, I don't think players should be, should be wearing uh, any of their team stuff on their social media, right? Like DeMarie said, you're not, you're not getting paid for it. That's why me and B stopped wearing, like, we, I think, like, one or two videos you've seen us wear, you know, Ravens or Panthers gear. Like, they're not paying us for it. So, done with that. I see, I know Mikey's wearing his Orioles hat. I'll, I'll dock his pay later. <laughs> <laughs> I never, never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I, 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 have a, I, have a, I have a Bobby Bonilla contract with the Orioles. July 1st, baby. For the rest of his life. July 1st. <laughs> Hendo? Yeah. Um, I just think, personally, it's a narrative that the NFL is trying to spin to use as leverage base. Because if the first thing you heard him say in that clip was, you know, instead of striking, mm-hmm. now he said striking's he, at the top, at the top, right? But this is this is in lieu of striking. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do these things beforehand. But what people don't pay attention to or realize is that's just a generational thing. So back in the day, what the athletes did, they stopped showing up for charities, they stopped mm-hmm. showing up for promotional events, but we couldn't see it because we didn't have the devices to mm-hmm. actually put it out there. So them taking the stuff off their social media. That's just a tactic because now you want to play games with us. We going to play games with you. You're using everything you can. Um, the NFLPA is used as as they, they give advice as mm-hmm. they should because technically their best interests are the players. Right. That's the that's what they have in mind. That's who pays them. But the owners and in the Lamar situation, I think nobody's asking the fact of you're saying. Hey, NFLPA, you're holding this up. You're making this more difficult. But what about this $100 million contract you just gave to this off-ball linebacker who just came to the team four months ago? Right. Nobody doesn't have an agent. Who doesn't? Who also does not have an agent. Right. But nobody else brought that up, that he didn't have an agent and how fast that deal got done. Mm-hmm. Not only because it's Lamar and what he has going on now, it's uh, the tactics, the tricks, all the Ravens. The Ravens fan base is now split. Because it's all the people that used to love him. He's so greedy. He's this, he's that. Lamar hasn't said one thing about a contract. Lamar right. hasn't said one thing about what he wants, what he desires, what he's looking for. But everybody wants to speculate. He's being greedy. He's not doing what the team wants him to do. Well, what has the team done for him? But try to run him into the ground. So, yeah. you know, whatever his number is, he deserves it. I'm your leading rusher. I'm your leading passer. Every year that I play, I can miss 15 games and I'm still leading the team in every category. <laughs> but you want to balk? You want to balk at a number? That's a hell of a two games, boy. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Mike, oh, I'm pretty shitty 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? Oh, shitty 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man, so I, I agree with what he's saying. Um, with the with the whole social media thing that he pointed out, um, and players scrubbing the team names off of that, um, like Jose said, I agree. I agree with that. Um, one of the first that I remember doing it, and it wasn't even a player, um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart stopped putting anything Instagram or anything, or stop promoting or allowing these social medias to promote his stuff without paying them mm-hmm. or putting his stuff out there. Or, or tweets or whatever post without him being paid for it. And that started a whole thing of <clears throat> these celebrities getting paid and now they get paid for their tweets and stuff like that. Um, or posting or 
leaving any type of branding on their social media. It he has a point. Like you're not paying me to put it here. This is my personal page. So uh the players do need to focus on putting their own brands um on their social medias and promoting their own stuff, you know, or whatever deals they may have. They do not have to put anything with the teams on there. Um so I, I'm I'm with him on that. My thing here, right? I think what the NFLPA needs, they need one more guy. <laughs> they need Burrow or Herbert or one of them. I'm I'm gonna say Burrow because I feel like Burrow would be in line with Lamar more than maybe Herbert would. You know what I mean? And, and be willing to balk at some of this stuff. But they need one more guy to to jump on this this train or this situation. Um, so that it can show, you know, the fan bases that it's not the player. Mm-hmm. It's the ownership here. But you do have to um, – you do have to be cautious, too, with NFLPA, too, because there is a rumor out here that they're using Lamar's situation as a, you know, sort of a guinea pig situation to get back at the NFL. And it could be some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, to me, only feeds into – the narrative that Lamar doesn't know what he's doing and he don't have a good team around him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't believe that. I, I do think that he reaches out to the NFL, NFL PA, uses them um, to get advice, but I think he takes that advice back to his team and they go, they use it as they, as they please. So um, it's a lot of moving parts in this, in that situation, but I'm, I'm totally with him. You, you don't have to put your team that you play for. That's like us who we work for. We put that in the heading and on our social media. <laughs> they don't pay us to do that. Nope. So we don't, we don't have to do that. Focus on putting your brands there. Uh, and whoever is paying you to put it there and move on from there. So I'm, I'm with them on that. I'm not, you know, when Kyle Mary, I know he got upset and that's the first thing everybody looks at now. Oh, look at the social media. He took the name off. This just could be a move. As y'all said before, you know, of player empowerment and, and controlling their own destiny in these situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for it. I got a question. Go ahead. Okay. By by natural trade, what job does most agents normally have? Lawyer. Or, or, lawyer. Thank you. And you're telling me Lamar doesn't have a lawyer or an accountant? Is that what y'all is that, is that what, I know, but that's but 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 the way that the NFL tries to spin it, he don't have a lawyer, he don't have accountants. He's just walking mm-hmm. in there with him and his mother, like, oh, what y'all got? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't want that. It, it, you know, you know, you know what it is too. Like agents want to, and they they said this. They said that I one of those guys talking his came out and said agents have been pitching to Lamar and he he won't listen to him. The, the, look, agents they band together just like the owners. Mm-hmm. When they got a player of that magnitude that's bucking against their system and showing that hey, you can get this done without one of them, they're gonna do exactly what they're doing. So they're playing just as much on this uh, uh, this this spin on his narrative as the owners are. They're doing it too. Also, uh, of course, because yeah. you, you want to say, man, Lamar's really messing this up by maybe getting franchised for forty five million. He should have paid <laughs> me to get less money than he's asking for. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> right. had he got an agent, he he would have signed two years ago for a, a lot less. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would have been out of five to ten percent. Yep. Right. Of that. The second clip. Let me see. Right. Thousand times. Stop giving away things for free. Mm-hmm. 
when you put, you know, your jersey or something else on your Instagram post, man, I think that's great. Look good. It's fantastic. But you know who loves it more than you? NFL. NFL and the team. They're getting full promotion about how much you love the game and how much you love them without you paying, without them paying you a cent. And we kind of went into that clip, you know, by talking about uh, talking about what we did. So those two kind of went together. <laughs> now but Chris I, got me focused on the voice. You better lock in. We got one more for him. One more of him. And so, I mean, it's been publicly reported. We filed a, a lawsuit against the league uh, accusing them of collusion, trying to prevent guaranteed contracts. So that yin and the yang is a real yin and the yang. Yes, there's power in the players to get guaranteed contracts, but at the same time, the reality is, do the owners collude to fight the best interests of players? Yeah. yeah. Now, with, with that being said, he also went on to say that players have the, the power to collude too, but their version of collusion is legal. When the owners do it, it's illegal. And yeah. somebody mentioned one person stepping out there with Lamar. He went on to mention about four or five guys that probably should just lock hands and say, hey, if this this needs to go down and we're not budging off of it. But it's hard to do that when you got money involved like that and everybody's not going – those top-tier guys not going to go for that because mm-hmm. they got to eat. They, they, they trying to make a way for themselves, and it's hard to, to, to get them guys to join together when they're going to lose money and they don't make that much money anyway. So it, it, they, they really waiting – Right, this is what he said. He said that when when Watson got his guaranteed money, the next tier of quarterbacks should have stood on principle and got guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. That includes uh, Kyler Murray and uh, who else Russell, signed after Russell Watson? Wilson. Russell. Russell Wilson. He said they should have stood up and not signed anything that wasn't guaranteed. And when they didn't, it kind of reset it and got this whole shakeup. So now they're trying to – I think they're trying to get Lamar to be the guy to, to stand on his sword and for guaranteed money. And then so every people behind him can do that. That's what I think. That's kind of why I threw these clips in there because even though I think their, their thought process is right and they're trying to make it better for the players, I think Lamar is the guy that's they're trying to make stand on the sword and, and, and for the people coming behind him. When I wish I wish it wasn't that way. Cause he, he's not that guy. But what y'all think about that the last part of it, especially the collusion part. I'll start with you, Mike. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, he, they need one, at least one more guy. Like I said, in particular, Joe Barrow being that guy that say, you know what? You know, I'm up. You know, I'm eligible for an extension, and this is what I want, right? Um, that is how you <laughs> that is how you make it happen. That is That is the legal collusion, so to speak, that the players have yeah. on their side, right? You can band together as players and take control of these situations. Remember, Braun and them did it. When Braun called a few of those guys and said, hey, he called D-Wade, he called Bosh, he called a couple of – he called Melo now. Yeah, Melo, Melo took the extra year, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Melo, Melo from Baltimore. Melo That's that Baltimore up there. He need that cash in hand. Yeah, he said, listen, <laughs> man, look, I love y'all, but I got, I got to get this extra year. But – that was the start of these players taking shorter deals, mm-hmm. getting more money, and then controlling their destiny faster and and, and, and quicker than, than in years past. Yep. So 
that is the way you do it. You got to stand together. And I and I agree with him. Kyler and them should have done the same thing. But you got some young guns that's that's also waiting to get paid. Um, and that's not that's not leave uh, Josh Allen out of this too. He, mm-hmm. he could have stood with them too. Um, but that's what it's going to take. And I think just one more guy going at it like this with his team, and then you 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 gonna get some moving and shaking in this situation. It is the owners. It's like he said, they are colluding mm-hmm. because they do. Like I said earlier, he told me to chill. They don't want to be that next team to say to to start to continue that trend because they know once it starts, it is going to be the new precedent. Yep. It's going to be the new market. All of these quarterbacks are getting guaranteed contracts from here on out. So they got to they do got to band together. I'm with it. They should do it. Hopefully one hopefully one of these guys step up and say, "Look, man, I'm, I'm I need to get paid." Look, if Joe if Joe or even Justin Ber- uh, Herbert if they if they scrub their their pages tomorrow, then we know what's going on, right? So that's that's how you start, scrub your page. And then, man, look, let's get to talking. I'm ready to get paid. And that's kind of why I started with you, because I, I kind of simmered you down earlier when you were <laughs> flaming up. I just wanted to bring it back to you. Hendo? Um, yeah, you know, the players the players know that these owners are colluding together. I mean, look, after Deshaun Watson signed his deal, Bashadi, he came out there was like, why'd you do that? You shouldn't have did that. Why'd you do right. Like, he went crying to the media, and we don't really hear from Bashadi that often. Right. But he was just like, I don't know if we can do it. And I'm sure other owners put pressure on him. It's like, bro, don't do it. Don't be that guy. You know, we don't already mess with them, the Haslam. They got their own thing going on, but they got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to deal with the others. But I think now we say we need. he may need one more on his side. It may be coming in Joe Burrow because, yes, all hail Cincinnati and everything that they've done, but Mike Brown is still the owner. Mm-hmm. And if you know the Bengals, he is one of he's been one of the cheapest owners throughout the history of the NFL. Now, will this change? I don't know, but I think the help that Lamar is actually going to get is going to kind of be in, in in his brother and his twin with Jalen Hurts because the Eagles have it's been rumored that they offered him a certain amount of money, and Jalen Hurts is like, I don't even want to talk to y'all because we ain't on the same track. So that Jalen Hurts Lamar Jackson brotherhood may take this to another level and if both of them say you know what unless we start talking real numbers ain't nothing getting done but i think if lamar isn't the one i think howie roseman will be that guy to talk to Lori and them and be like oh you see what he did and he's only gonna get better yeah chris yeah i'm, I'm with hendo on that I, I think that's the that's the spot right there because um like he said with joe burrow and, and the Bengals. Um, I, I think I heard uh, Brian McFarland, who, you know, into all that cap stuff and the numbers, he was talking about how the Bengals and the uh, the Chargers, those are like their owners, like that's what they do. They're owners of the team. They don't have their hands in any other businesses. So that's how they make their money. So they don't have this massive, these massive amounts of money to just pay their quarterbacks these, you know, crazy contracts. Now, can that change? Maybe we could see them, you know, offloading a bunch of players and, and assets, and maybe they turn that into some type of money for these players. But I don't see those as the teams to do that, to, you know, fulfill those fully guaranteed contracts like some of these players and, and the NFLPA are hoping for. But the Eagles, I could see them as one of those teams who could take that jump and, and have that caliber of quarterback 
who that they think deserves that type of money. So um, I, I think it's is with within that group of, of Lamar and um, and Hurts to really get that done if if it is going to start being the new norm for these top uh, quarterbacks. Jose. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I I hear what you're saying, Chris. Like, yeah, like not every owner, you know, is 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 a uber billionaire. In fact, um, Mark Davis is is, is the broke one, right? <laughs> but 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 for the most part, they are all billionaires, and, you know, and and they can front the money, put the money in escrow. Cause that's all we're talking about having them having enough money to put money in escrow. Um, for these contracts, they're not actually paying out their pocket. It, it comes mm-hmm. out the player's pool. So they all technically have the money for it, um, but no, no, I no, I, I think I agree with, with with Chris and and Mikey. Like Burroughs is a guy to, to look at, and I think Burrow will be the guy to uh, say, yeah, I, I want that too. Like, why would he take less? He's been to a Super Bowl. He was just, he, he's been back to back AFC title games. Um, why why would he do anything less than than uh, um, Deshaun Watson deal and? What's hurting all of what's hurting the Bengals, what's hurting the Ravens is Deshaun Watson is in their division. Mm-hmm. And those are two quarterbacks looking at him saying, That guy ain't better than us. Yep. Right. Uh, especially Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow and and they can they can negotiate with him this year, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that conversation is gonna start real soon. And we're gonna find out real soon. It's gonna leak out what Joe Burrow is looking for. And I think that's why the Ravens are trying to put out these, you know, you know. Put put out these these little stories here and there to try to put pressure on Lamar to sign now because they know that storm is right around the corner. Yep. And once 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 that that number comes out that Joe what Joe Bowl is looking for, they're in trouble. Right. Which is yep. why they they need to say they need to be like now if it's two hundred if it's two hundred million that that Lamar's looking for guaranteed, that's a win. Yep. They need to, they need to take that. I was going to say um the three quarterbacks that are right on that verge is it's um. Herbert, Hertz, Herbert, Hertz, Burrow. and Burrow. Don't and let it be Herbert. It, listen, you know they're gonna throw a ridiculous amount of money at him. If they give Herbert what he's looking for, Lamar has all the leverage because Herbert has done nothing in this league. Yeah. Nothing and, at all. And, and I have thoughts. Mark my words. The pay Mahomes. They're ready to open that checkbook again for Mahomes to. So oh, contract after, is getting to get. It's getting ready to get shredded, and he he's gonna break the bank too. So thanks, Mike. It the way they, they, it's it's what they it's whatever. He won't even right. call them. They'll call him. Right. The way they the way right. they structure that contract after this season, they're going back to the table. They have yeah, to go back to the table to read. It's what it's this is what it's about. Like they have to. The man just won a Super Bowl. You think he's gonna continue to play on that contract? That was a steal for the team. That was a team friendly deal. Up, I gave just, you just your looks. Yeah, I gave you your break, and we got a chip or two out of it. So now it's time to, <laughs> it's time to pay up. Let me so get me. My home's going to get broke off, too. Believe it. Me? All of them. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree that, uh, you know, to kind of go down this road, they, they need more people to stand up. But I don't think that they should be pushing for guaranteed contracts. Uh, I think that it should be not just Lamar and Burrow or, or a handful of guys, but every player pushing for the maximum amount of dollars. And then when teams and fans start complaining and crying like fans do, because fans love to be on the side of the billionaires, not the millionaires, right? Right. Then every player should just say, well, you know, I mean, if you don't want me gone, tell the owners to get rid of the cap. Like it's their cap. You don't have to have it. Mm -hmm. And if they get rid of the cap, then I'll be here because they can pay me whatever they want. Right. Right. 
but you know it, it's in place to to unnaturally uh, uh, suppress uh, uh, salaries for the players, and I think that is what players need to be fighting against, not necessarily just just looking for guaranteed contracts, but all standing up and saying you need to get rid of the cap and start paying us what we're actually worth. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you 100. Um, I didn't miss anybody on this one, right? All right, last clip, last clip, last clip. And this one's a minute long, and this young lady kind of summed up a, a lot. She summed up a lot in this. Like, I'm, I'm talking to the Ravens right now. Who the hell do you think is in the draft or future drafts <laughs> that you are willing to go ahead and play a game of chicken with Lamar Jackson? Do you think the second coming of Lamar Jackson is just sitting in the back of the, the fifth round of the draft just waiting for you to find him? It's not happening. Lightning doesn't strike twice. You have a guy in front of you who has shown that he can go ahead and produce wins, who has won an MVP, who is liked by his teammates, who is supported by his teammates, who genuinely likes being a Baltimore Raven. He enjoys wearing the jersey that is on his back. He puts the team first. I mean, the list, he's likable. People actually want to go ahead and sign him to endorsement deals, which then again only increases your brand equity as a franchise because your franchise guy is likable. You see him on commercials or you see him in ads or whatever the case may be, and people say, oh, that's Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. But y'all want to play chicken like you have all this leverage. I'm going to tell you right now, for the Baltimore Ravens, if you're watching me right now, the front office, you don't have any leverage. Do not cut off your nose to spite your face. You are going to lose this battle if you do not pay Lamar Jackson. Endo, comments? Well, let me pick my job first. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, like, I think she said it. Like, they believe that they have all the leverage. And somebody said earlier, you know, in the chat about if he don't want to sign the contract, he'll just be missing out on money. No, you have to realize the whole the totality of everything that goes on. They tag Lamar Jackson. That 43 mil is going to hit that cap regardless if he signs or not. Mm-hmm. And that's going to hinder the team. So, yes, Lamar does have the leverage. Because they're only 26 mil under the cap right now. Even if they go the non-exclusive route, that's still 32 million. That's six over, so they have to let some people go. <laughs> yep. Are you going to start cutting people and moving and making moves and maneuvers when you don't even know if Lamar's going to sign with you? They want to like, go back to Royal Quad and say, "Yo, man, let me see that check real quick." <laughs> <laughs> Facts, like, like everybody act like Lamar is just helpless and don't know what he's doing. And y'all said this in the beginning. Oh, he should have had an agent. He should have did this. He should have did that. Now, on average, he's going to be at least fifteen million dollars richer because the Ravens had an opportunity last year or the year before to sign him to a contract. And when he was saying, when everyone was speaking at $40 million and people like, I wouldn't give him 40 million. I wouldn't give him 40 million. Look at it. Now you would think that 40 million is a steal. It would be a, it would be a dollar store bargain bin for him to get 40 million a year now. And we keep playing the game. We didn't learn. We didn't learn from Flacco. We didn't learn from this past off season. And we're at a set right now. We're at 50 mil. That's right now without these other quarterbacks getting signed. So we're going to play this game and wait for these other quarterbacks to get signed and let that price go up and up and up and up and up till he prices himself out of Baltimore. Now, maybe that's what the team wants to do. And that'll be their justification for not signing him. Like, look, Lamar's just a little too expensive right now. Like we can't, how can we fill the team if we give him all of this money? Just like they're trying to spin the narrative of Lamar's this bad guy. Lamar just not returning phone calls. Lamar not doing this. Lamar not doing that. The team is preparing you to let you know 
they're going to let him go. They don't want to give him all this money, whether they know he's the best thing for this team or not. This organization does just does not make those moves. We almost let Ray Lewis go. We let Ed Reed go. We don't put players before this team, regardless if we're going to be winners or not. If Lamar goes, just know your favorite head coach is going to be gone too. Chris? Um, it was people in the chat asking what the young lady's name was, and I, I would like to know as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, she was on – it was on the I'm Athlete podcast. Oh, okay. Like her and another lady, I, the, the guys weren't on there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, matter of fact, I found that clip. That clip was on Twitter, and then I went and found it so I could uh, cut it. Well, she was speaking facts. Um, might be my soulmate. So, um, I, I'm with everything. What happened to Kate? She broke his heart, man. <laughs> she stepped, she stepped is, out. Man. She stepped out. <laughs> um, they ain't loyal, huh? They ain't loyal. No, no, she ain't loyal. Like Chris Brown said. <laughs> um, but um, no, like like she said, I mean, it's not just what you get on the field with Lamar. Like it's Lamar, the brand. You know, Lamar is one of the faces of the NFL. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, every week, I, I tweeted this out last week, like every week is the same stories just spun up and regurgitated back out. Mm-hmm. And and we all clicking, myself included. Everybody's clicking. We're all listening. Everybody's watching it on ESPN or Fox Sports 1, whatever the hell you watch. It's anytime Lamar's on, that's going to get the eyes, that's going to get the ratings up. And, you know, we see it week in, week out. It's always a new story new story but it's the same damn thing we we don't really learn anything new and with lamar i I forgot who said i think hendo might have said it that um all of the money that lamar has probably put back into biscotti's pocket Mm -hmm. for what what he's done in baltimore like just jersey sales ticket prices like everything he's done he's box office like there aren't that many box office players and lamar is one of them so you know, you just yeah, it's it's gonna hurt giving that that checkup, but you're gonna get that back and then some. Rodney, yeah, no, uh, she was 100 percent right. Like, only fools believe you can win a Lamar Jackson trade. Now, you know, I mean, Lamar's not the only good player in the NFL. Obviously, you can take whatever you get and rebuild your team and and win games and compete and everything. But you, like you said, you're not gonna find another Lamar Jackson. Right. And no matter what you do with those picks, no matter how successful you are with those picks or those players, you are not going to be as successful as you would have been had you just built that team around <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't know why the Ravens think that they're going to somehow win a negotiation with Lamar at this point. Like that ship has sailed a long time ago. Uh, you're you're at a point right now where you got to franchise him. You can't afford to. Right. You don't want to pay him the money, uh, you know. You say you can't build a team around him. Uh, and so it looks like you're heading down that road of trading him, which means that you have a GM who can't find offensive talent, a head coach who doesn't want offensive talent, and you're going to be starting over at zero with Tyler Huntley and probably Baker Mayfield on that side of the ball. And you're going to go back to the days of watching a pretty good defense because they're not, they're not even a dominant defense. Those don't really exist anymore, but a pretty good defense wearing themselves out every single week, only to watch Tyler Huntley go straight up in the air with the ball, turn it over and you lose the game. (laughs) So like, that's kind of the future for Baltimore. And I don't know why they're even playing around with, you know, that becoming their reality. 
uh, they should have signed Lamar Jackson the second he was eligible for an extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've waited until the very last second, and now it's going to cost them either way more money or it's going to cost them their, the, the best offensive player in franchise history and the most important player in franchise history. So, sucks to be all. <laughs> man, so I've said it before, man. Like, EDC at this point, um, if he's not able to sign Lamar, he needs he, – he, I would step down if I were him. I would step down because – I do. I would not want my name attached to being the guy that let Lamar leave this city, right? Because it is it is downhill from here, right? Like B said, yeah, you get a lot of picks and all that. You guys, you guys don't pick well, you know. And and you know, especially offensively, that goes that that's not even a new thing. That goes back to Ozzy. You don't pick well on offense, and and there are no dominant defenses anymore. So you can't even build a team like Ozzy built, and. Yeah, like I would, I wouldn't do that. Like I, if, if I'm Bashadi, if, if not Bashadi, if I'm EDC, I'm telling Bashadi, look, either we get this done or you gonna have to find another GM, straight up, yeah. right? And I think they respect him enough to say, okay, we gotta shift our, our mindset a little bit because look, Bashadi's been or uh, EDC's been with this team for a long time. He's turned down a lot of GM jobs to stay here and be the GM in waiting. And he's well respected around the league, but if you if you fumble this, hmm. you fumble this, yeah, you and and you and you stay through this mess, right? You stay through this whole season and then get fired. You're toast, yeah. right? You're, you're toast. I mean, and I mean, Harbaugh is already on his way out before Lamar got here, and he'll be on his way out if Lamar leaves again. So, I mean, like B said, and the rest of you said, I don't know why they're playing around with this whole thing. You all know what you built here, and it's not good. So, you know, we'll wait a few more a few more days, I guess, until uh, you know they have to franchise tag them, and we'll see if, if, what they're really about. But um, they they need to stop playing. Lamar has no pressure here. All the pressure is on the Ravens. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, she she was a hundred percent correct. This it's a game that we all spoke about that they playing, and it's a dangerous game that they playing. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they want to play this game. I don't understand what they getting out of it. Um, it. It's to me, it's a bad look. No matter what side of the, the track you're on with this, it, it's a it's a bad look, right? Because you, I, I joked on an episode I did about um, this situation, Lamar's contract situation, of how we're starting to look like the team that's 95 south from us. Yeah. The commanders, right? Where their their organization was always in shambles. None of this stuff stayed in house, right? Every little thing that was going on down there, you heard about, and it's happening here. And it's just not a good look either way you cut it. But it's just a dangerous, dangerous game they're playing. Uh, be hit it on the nose, like you're running the risk of of losing, not only your greatest offensive player in team history, but you're quite possibly your most important player in team history. So they want to play, you know, um, I guess they, you know, I guess they feeling froggy, man. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, but it's not looking good either way you cut the pie. Yeah. So for me, you know, aside from this, Lamar Jackson and Chris spoke about this. Lamar Jackson is transcendent. 
I mean, stars, stars talk about Lamar. Like they're mm -hmm. in awe of him. Like you looking at these Hollywood icons, these other icons from different genres, and they like, no, I just met Lamar Jackson. Yep. And they're like, he is the nicest, most humblest person that they've met as far as athletes go. And then to Jose's point, listen, people want to say you went with defense. Arguably, the 2004-2006 Ravens had the best, one of the best defenses of all time. Even better than the 2000 defense to me personally. Those two defenses, killer. Did they win a title? No. Because we didn't have offense. But people still want to, still in 2023, want to win with defense. But the, what, what a lot of people don't realize is that 2020, that's, a, that's an outlier. You can't win. In, the rules are completely changed. Like some of them leaks when we watched that third of a 30, mm -hmm. they get kicked out. They get kicked yeah. out. The rules act, have changed. They are actually in the competition committee now trying to debate whether they should review uh, roughing the passer because because that one hit on uh, Derek Carr, the one hit on Tom Brady, where the dude just laid him down and took the ball from him. Like the rules That's nowadays, Chris, mm -hmm. right? The rules nowadays just it's it's not meant for defenses to win, right? But you want to put all your money in that side. Um, cornerbacks can't can barely touch receivers. Yeah, but we want to put forty three million dollars in the secondary. That's all you get. You got to keep drafting them corners, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need eight of them out there to cover the two receivers because they can't grab them anymore. <laughs> or you need to trade for Jason Horn. Stop it, but stop it, B. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just offering solutions. Gotcha. <laughs> as, as far as my take on the the video, I thought she was spot on. That's why I wanted to to bring it in and see. What you guys thought about it? Uh, she kind of gave me some some younger Joy Taylor vibes with that because Joy been Joy been riding hard for Lamar too. She been pulling uh, raises. She been she been riding hard for for Lamar too. So um, again, I I thought all everything we talked about today was was relevant. It was you know I hate to just keep bringing it up because I initially I thought let's try to do a show without saying Lamar name, but then after <laughs> about three minutes I was like that's gonna be impossible. That's gonna be darn impossible, especially with the um. March seventh, next Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, where we'll know we'll know something, if not before then. So if, if nothing happens this week, and then it don't happen by the time this show comes on Monday, Jose and B, y'all gonna have it because it gotta happen by the time y'all you know show pop off that Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but you but you're gonna know, Coach, because they're gonna have to make moves to get under the cap far enough to tag them. So we'll know we'll know precisely when it's coming. Because oh, right. somebody's gonna restructure, get cut, something's gonna happen. Gotcha. Money making mid drop five. He said the thing I don't understand is they say the NFL is a business. So why would you not sign him? That seems like an easy business decision to me. Facts. <laughs> seems like it. Seems like it. But they 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 wanna they wanna get the most out of for less. They want that's why that's why they the the league caters to rookies. That's why the average is three and a half years, because they want you while you're cheap and probably the most healthy. Mm -hmm. And then you'll buy it out. So that's that's what it is. <clears throat> and then if you mess around and have some success and be like a, a face of that franchise after you're done, that's more for the franchise and not necessarily in your pocket. Mm -hmm. But that's a, a conversation for another day. Let's go ahead and do our outros before we hit the two-hour mark. Hashtag no two hours for everybody in the comment section. I appreciate everybody for coming through, and uh, we'll start our outros with you, Mike. Look, man, I know a lot of y'all because we're Brandon at. We're Brandon Basil. I know he. I know he. He, he, he was. He was easy on me today. Listen, life been lifing, man. So I have not dropped an episode in three weeks now. <laughs> but I promise, 
I promise. I got some stuff cooking up for y'all, and I have not shelved open mic. Open mic is off and running. It'll be up. But life just be life, and bro, some of the stuff I cannot control, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, but we'll be we'll be we'll be get it we'll get it cracking uh sooner than you than than later. I promise you that. But as I always say, it's open mic <clears throat> with yours truly, and that's the show with a mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. If you have not subscribed to my channel already, please go over there and do so. Um, I also have an audio version of my show. For those who like to ride their bike in the morning, go for a jog on your way to work. Those that slack at work and can just, you know, throw the earbuds in and and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I I try slack as much as I can, too. So, (laughs) but um, yeah, man, check me out. I'm also one third of Ring Kings podcast. As you see, the bottom three guys, we are a part of the best boxing podcast for your boxing fix. If you have not subscribed to that channel, please go over there and do so as well. We have some things cooking up. It's not just for the hardcore fan. It is for the casual fan. So some of y'all in here that don't know anything about boxing, that's okay. We don't judge you like some of these other channels. We help you out with that. So go over there and subscribe, man. Appreciate y'all already, and we'll see you next week. Jose and B. Yeah, all right, man. We are the Lunch Break Hot Take. We do a live stream every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Overtime Show, which you can find on our Patreon, patreon.com slash LBHT show. And like Mikey mentioned, uh, Rain King's podcast, we have a video drop in uh, probably tomorrow, early tomorrow. Uh, it's a two-part series. Uh, we are finally dropping our second, our official uh, pound for pound top 10 list okay we put one out uh, a few months ago so this is this is uh the next quarter if you will so that first part will be out tomorrow and then the second part will be out later this week and that's I, on the ring king channel yep ring okay. king's podcast the pound for pound top 10 pound for pound list currently okay this is the only pound for pound list that you need okay <laughs> don't go to those other networks and and look for their look for their pound for pound list okay they will trick you Thanks. all right this is this is the real one here all right um and yeah and you can follow us uh at lbht show and at ring kings pod um and all your social uh media platforms like the anything be yeah uh because i just because i know he's not gonna say it every saturday uh <laughs> hanging with hendo we live streaming, uh, <laughs> saturday evening uh, what is that 10 o'clock hendo 10, 10, Excuse me, can you, nine, nine can, you, can you speak on your own stuff, sir? What do you want? He asking you about you. Why are you talking about me? Can you, I mean, you said you said I got to be on again. I was on last week. You said I'm going to be on next week. So I, don't know, I was trying to get the info out there and get people to see it. I do want to say one more thing. If, I, if I'm going to waste three hours. I do want to say one more thing. I do want to add more thing. If you are into UFC, we haven't done the UFC stream in a, 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 stream in a while, but there are three major UFC events coming up here in the next few weeks. So if, you, if you're going to be up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday, you know, you, you'll see us. I'm just ready for my dog to come back. Yeah. I'm yeah. For my dog. That, that phantom kick, I've been – Bothered by, and then I saw him in the movie too. I'm like, that's my dog right there. That's my dog. <laughs> I can't wait for him to come back and hopefully get some revenge. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Who's been? Who's been? He, 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 he waiting too. Eyes wide open. Right. <laughs> Chris, on you. 
Oh, you can catch me on, on Twitter at uh, Chris Just Joking. Um, you could also catch me on a deep cover pod uh, with my co-hosts Michael Crawford and Kerry Stevenson. Um, you could also uh, go to the Deep Cover Pod uh, YouTube page uh, where I just dropped a uh, wide receiver video talking about uh, my top seven wide receivers in the draft. Uh, so check that out. Hopefully you like it. Last but not least, whose um, channel is in the pinned comment section, and he we're trying to get him to 1,500. So if you have not subscribed to Hendo, there's a link. It's the pinned comment. Click that link. Go over, subscribe to the channel. It's going to look similar to this. And tell the people where they can find you, Hendo. You can find me on YouTube at Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Um, right now, we are out here public defending because it is a case-by-case basis on when I'm going to do a show. But wow. right now, I let the people decide for for now. Being this offseason is slow period, I let people decide what they want to see when they want to see it. Also, to Brodney's point, we do Hanging with Hendo on Saturday nights. If you didn't catch last Saturday's episode, it was three hours of nonstop comedy. And we had different people on every week talk about anything, not just sports. You know, you guys always welcome to come on because I don't like talking. We hanging. We hanging. We hanging. So we got to do the spinoff of that of Henny with Hendo. <laughs> That's after Ravens games next year. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at our gatekeepers. Um, I have a Patreon, Patreon forward slash as far as I'm not if I'm not mistaken, if you if you just subscribe and join the Patreon, you get the option to pick a live stream topic. Facts. Yeah, so you did not hear that. So you can pick a live stream topic. Um, there are also times where we do video questions. So you can submit a video and I will answer the question in video form. So your video will come up and then I will answer it. So it's, it's different things. You know, you can sign up for the fantasy football, the pick league. You want a ring like this? Come oh, on over. There's also a, a special special uh, perk that Hendo doesn't like to nope. put out there too publicly. Nope. Uh, but if you nope. are a patron, you do get to request actual live streams as well, like a day, a specific day and topic, and he'll hop on there long as you want. Long as you want, and he, he, he'll be streaming. Hendo loves it, man. He loves it. I don't. I do. I like. I like streaming. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And last but not least is myself. You. You know where to find me here. Uh, Sip the Tyler Films. Every Monday, we're here for the Ravens Roundtable. Uh, we've got a great thing going on. Again, I appreciate these guys for doing this uh, every Monday. We come through, and I'm, I ain't gonna, I didn't have a great day at work. I wasn't feeling good when I came home, so I laid down. I didn't really have these topics till about 7. And I thought, well, maybe, you know, I put something together, and we'll probably speak for an hour. But, I mean, you got intellectual guys with, with opinionated guys, with ed- honest, educated Unbiased opinions for the most part, except for the Panthers related God stuff. Damn. <laughs> In the outro. All right. <laughs> I had to get you back because you made me feel bad about it. I'll let uh I'll let Lamar give me a try. I'm like, man, he got a point, but I don't want to hear his point. But he is on point. <laughs> uh but again, on my channel, you can find uh draft draft picks. Mainly I'm focusing on wide receivers and DBs right now because I think those are the biggest needs on the other channel, which is more city talent. I throw that up there. That's where pretty much everybody else is up. Um, Bijan Robinson will be the next guy on the more city talent channel tomorrow. Uh, the next receiver for city talent will be Josh Downs from North Carolina. 
So um, that's kind of the schedule coming up this week, and I'll try to fit in a third guy um, Thursday or Friday. I'll try, depending on life may be lifing. But uh, we got mm-hmm. one one day left and probably no more live streams left before the end of February. And uh, as far as leading the loyalty points this time, uh, no one, none other than Brandon Basil. And I hope I pronounced his last name right. And that the lead that he has over ah. the next person yeah. is it should Basel? not be should it's not Basel. be Basel. How you know? Because he, he told, told us. He told us. Oh my bad. My bad. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Basel. My bad. Basel. 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 Okay. I'm so sorry, Brandon. Me too. <laughs> that's fly. I like that though. That's that's fly. B square, that's what we going. B square, you're you're in the lead, and if somebody overtakes you while I slumber, they didn't drop the massive bag. That's all. <laughs> massive bag. So, uh, be looking out for the the announcement. You know, if not sometime this week, on the next show we'll let it be known definitely that you know who won. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna be B. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, man. I appreciate everybody for coming out. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us. And again. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Be here. Be here. Hit the like button on your way out and uh, follow everybody's up there. Everybody got Patreon. Everybody got Cash App. Everybody got PayPal. Support. Support and share. And if you don't, you know, monetary support you don't do, share it. Share it is just as, just as much. Cool. You know, I'm, I'm close to a milestone myself, so I really want to push to get to A stacks before the draft. And, but, um, you know, you got, I need you guys help with that. Need you guys help with that. And the more help I get, the more help I give because that's the kind of dude I am. Mm-hmm. So peace out. Enjoy your Monday. <laughs>